0: Comes up, here comes
1: y'all don't really worry, like up, y'all don't really want
0: it like that. Here comes up, no, here comes up, no, here comes up, y'all don't really want it like that. Here comes up, no, here comes up, no, here comes up, y'all don't really want it like that. better can't double up as I said so, I keep big bills up in my heart on the dirty like blood. So, ain't got no twist in my head, but I'm still dreadful. And I got plenty of bread. so I'm all in. I might call you my cousin. i but we yeah. ain't kin. No. You think of am jumping, man? You best think again. I'm yeah. the dirty. I'm the type of man that might go broke. Over
2: My name is Jermaine. The main event is in the building. So excited to be a part of, of not only the Live by Terence Network now, Desert Storm Radio now, and so excited for for the for the week ahead and the week and the week in the past. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Again, man, this is just a great endeavor for us as, as radio as, as a podcast and everything. I'm so excited to be a part of Desert Storm Radio. Um, Hopefully, just bring heat to you,
3: bring my bring my
2: knowledge of sports to everyone, and hopefully everyone will be entertained by me and my dry humor and just all around great personality, you know. So, but before we even get started, man, I mean, among some of the topics, I mean, we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about the Stanley Cup, we're gonna talk about the NBA Finals, uh, also gonna talk some. Talk some college football, especially the, the Elite Eleven, where I—I I mean, where my main focus is, is what I love is—is <clears throat> is high school football and college football, and watching the development of some of these kids growing up. But before we get into all of that, we're gonna jump into what I like to do before every show, and let's just do a daily. Let's do a devotional, and. This one comes from our friends over at InTouch Ministries um, This one's called This one's a good one It's called The Hard-Hearted Believer The scripture that I'm going to read today Is from Hebrews chapter 3 Verses 12 through 19 it Goes like this Take care brethren That there not be any one of you an evil Unbelieving heart that falls away from the living God but encourage one another day after day As it is still called today So that none of you will be hardened By the deceitfulness of sin For we have become partakers of Christ If we, uh, if we hold fast the beginning Of our assurance firm until the end While it is said Today if you hear his voice Do not harden your hearts When they provoke me As when they provoked me I'm sorry For who provoked him when they had heard Indeed Did not all those who came out of Egypt Led by Moses And with whom was he angry for 40 years Was it not those who sinned Whose bodies fell in the wilderness And to whom did he he swear that They would not enter his rest But to those who were disobedient So we see that they were not able to enter the, because of unbelief. The believer's path toward a hardened heart can start innocently love. It's easy for us to become preoccupied with things that have little or no spiritual value. Once our focus is diverted from God, it doesn't take much for the preoccupation to take up greater amounts of time. The diversion can become so consuming that we end up ignoring matters of importance to the Lord. As our spiritual life withers, we may give up private devotion and public worship. Anyone who is spending time with the Lord daily is going to have a pliable heart. But the persons who lay scripture aside give Satan an opportunity. When allowed to function apart from God, the heart is deceitful and turns from him. If a believer's mind is preoccupied And his heart is distant from God He can easily be swayed By the deceitfulness of sin As sensitivity to the Holy Spirit Is dulled by a shell That's been forming around his heart The drifting Christian begins to find Satan's false promises more tempting He foolishly trusts In the deception and becomes Even more, ever more Enmeshed in sin This in turn, leading to A greater preoccupation with non-spiritual matters, and further neglect of his spiritual life. Believers are not immune to the hardening of the heart. We can become as insensitive to God's voice as an unbeliever, but we have a way to remove the spiritual callus that has been forming within us. By repenting and refocusing, we can again turn to devotion and worship in order to be soft-hearted before God. Let me, let me read that last sentence to you again. By repenting and refocusing, we can turn to devotion and worship in order to be soft-hearted before God. Soft-hearted before God. Man, that that just dropped some knowledge on me right there. We're going to take a quick session break. We're going to come right back, and we're going to just jump right into it. Y'all stay tuned. My name is Jermaine. The main event is in the building. Let's talk some NBA finals. <laughs> um, you know, one of the things that, that's been brought to my attention was, you know, how how money plays such a big role in in the playoffs and in, in 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 the several parts of of sports entertainment and as we as we know it as today. And one of the things that a lot of people have talked about, and, and one of the reports that came out in the last the last three four days, is the fact that the Warriors, the, the Golden State Warriors, may lose up to twenty two million dollars. And the reason why they might lose up to twenty two million dollars is because they've gone the minimum in in the playoffs so far, uh, right up until until Friday night, um, where they lost big and and here's the thing about here's the thing about it you know you've had a you've had six playoff games at home I'm sorry you've had seven playoff games at home you've had eight home you've had eight um road games you've now had eight home games so you know, you run a minimum sixteen games so far, but I think because you only had the minimum amount of home games per each round until until Cleveland won Friday night, it kind of makes sense to me of why you would lose money because normally. Some series go five games, some series go six, some go seven. You're always poised to have six, seven games, you know, in a series. This here is just, it's it's different. You know, what if they close out, what, what if they close out tonight? You know, what if they were to close out on... Thursday Or well, what if they When they close out On next Sunday I mean We're all talking about money here So per every I mean you run a minimum 16 games If they were to have done that To lose 22 million dollars Now that you have another home game That dwindles a little bit if they finish they finish on they finish tonight. Let's let's just think about this here. They finish tonight. Gate proceeds, everything. Say that's about sixteen million dollars. I mean, give or take. The price of tickets, concessions, all that good stuff. Plus whatever you're gonna get from the league after the finals ends because you get money based on ratings as well. So, with that being said, does the Warriors will they lose money now? I don't think so. I don't. I don't even. I don't doubt. I don't doubt the reports that we have, but for those naysayers. A lot of those questions start creeping up. And the questions that start creeping up is this. What if the game is rigged? What if this? What if that? What if this? You know, all these conspiracy theories are starting to come up and they're starting to show. Do I necessarily believe that that, that, that that's what they are? Not necessarily. And I don't want to, like, just sit up here and say, hey, I think that this is true, this is true, this is true, this is true. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the more you have playing-wise, the better off you'll be. Now, on the court, the Cavs don't really match up well with, with the Warriors. When the Warriors are shooting well, The Warriors win. They win big. It took an effort from LeBron and Kyrie to get you over the hook. They still scored over 115 points. The only reason why you won that game is because you came out and you hit more threes than they did. 72 points. Came off threes, 24 three-pointers, which is also an NBA record, also a playoff record. This, that, and the third. You got hot at the right time. Will that translate into tonight? Will that translate into Game Six if there's a Game Six? Will that translate into Game Seven if there's a Game Seven? I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say Golden State will will close out because. Kevin Durant has played like a world-beater this this postseason. Post and when you look at what Kevin Durant has done on the court in these playoffs, eight games of 30 points or better, including all four finals games of 30 points or better. He's offset the struggles of Clay Thompson. He's he's taken some of that offensive onus Off of Steph, he's placed the ball in his hands. He's basically taken it to a LeBron James like nobody has taken it to LeBron James before. Never once have you seen him complain. Never once have you seen him argue about calls. You see him asking about calls. You see him trying to get the next call. But you don't see him trying to get that call. See, that's the difference between a superstar and a megastar. Megastars think that they that they deserve everything. That's what LeBron is. He's a megastar. He's a diva. He's Mariah Carey to Kevin Durant, Whitney Houston. <laughs> I mean, let, let's just put it in that in that in that standpoint. Yeah, I might might have the age difference a little bit off, but you don't see Kevin Durant get angry after every call. I mean, if that's the case, then shouldn't LeBron James get as many technical fouls as Draymond Green? I mean, let's think about this here. Do you see LeBron complaining? You see LeBron flopping. Do you see, I mean, people say that that Durant flops a little bit. I'm not saying I'm not going to discount that he does flop a little bit, but he's also very physical. He's also a guy who puts his nose in everything offensively. He's seven foot tall. Whereas LeBron. LeBron will never be that guy that will put his nose into anything. Whether it's down low, whether it's up top, you know, he's a great defender, but do we ever, do we hardly ever see him defend on, on some place? Sometimes we don't. Sometimes he becomes James Harden. You know what I mean. So let's put this in perspective. If Golden State closes out Today Tonight Sorry What kind of legacy Does LeBron have Will he still be the greatest of all time No And for those Because of the generational gap That a lot of people have seen Because they've never really seen Michael play They've never really seen Kobe play They've seen Michael play Do I think that LeBron's a better player than Michael. No. Do I think LeBron's a better player than Kobe? No. Do I think Kobe's a better player than Michael and LeBron? No. Kobe's a better player than LeBron, but he's nowhere. He's not as good. At, he was. He was not as good as Michael was, because Michael was a team player. Kobe was, Paddy LaBelle. Let's just. Put in perspective with singles. You know, you have LeBron James as Mariah, you have Kevin Durant as Whitney, and you have Kobe as Patty. I wonder if he makes cakes as good as Patty, though. Okay, I got crickets. My bad. But, I mean, it just. It, it, it begs the question. Just saying, just saying. But you know, if you want to break it down, you know, we can break it down like that too.
3: DesertStormRadio dot com.
1: <sighs>
2: now, you know, let's look at the first. Let's look at the first three games of the series. Golden State looked dominant. Game one, game one, Clay Thompson was not the, was not the shooter that he was, but he was so in tuned in the game on the defensive side that his defensive play overshadowed his offensive play in game one. Game two, the complete opposite. He had four three pointers. He was he was in the game. He was engaged both. In the offensive side and the defensive side He had a complete game Game three Game three The Cavs pretty much self-destructed In In that last two minutes of the game They gave up the game And lost by five Friday night Much of the same Yet a little bit different they came out a house of fire. Forty nine points in the first half, eighty three points and forty nine points in the first quarter, eighty three points in the in the in the first half. But they only scored fifty three points, and they only scored fifty fifty eight points in the in the second half. Why the drop off? Because of the constant pressure that. That Golden State was putting on them, and it was relaxed pressure. They didn't go at them as hard as they normally would, because they're already down. If that game was any closer, that game would probably be over. Yes, I mean if you saw some of the body languages of some of the players for for Golden State, especially Steph Curry, he struggled. The guy that that really kept the game in tune for. For Golden State, was a guy like Kevin Durant, was a guy like, excuse me, like Draymond Green, was a guy like Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson didn't particularly shoot well, but he did get in a double 50s and he did play a prominent role on the defense side of, 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 the, of the ball, even though they lost by 20 something points. Yes, they did lose by 20 something points, but When you break it down And you look at the effort That that Cleveland had to put in To win this game They won't play like this again This is just like Game 5 Game 5 last year Where Where Golden State went up 3-1 And it looked like all was well until that blowout win, to that blowout win in game, in game, game five. Game six was a little bit different. Game seven, two, well, we all know what happened in game seven. So, here's here's the, here's the thing that that really irritates me about this, about this series. Game four, for me, was. So horribly refereed It was horribly refereed I mean There were blatant calls That should have been called That wasn't called There were loose ball fouls That should have been loose wall fouls For opposite teams and, and not the team that was called on You even had A controversy about technical fouls Where Was there or was there not A second technical foul for Draymond Green Was there was there not a technical foul for Steve, for Steve Kerr in the first half that would have went to Draymond Green or should have went to Steve Kerr. Here's a question that, that we have, that we all have. If your whole panel, the four sideline side people who are the statisticians for that game, for the league, Selectively said that Draymond Green was given a technical foul in the first half and then he was given a technical foul in the third quarter. He should have been ejected from the game. This was a bad look for the NBA. This is a bad look for those referees who refereed that game. Because for one, you've been letting him get away you've been letting Draymond get away with the waving of with the waving off of, of some calls all season long. Now you have a short fuse in the playoffs. Let's think about this here. Let's really think about what we're doing here. Why is there such a short fuse now? Why is there such a such an onus on this now as opposed to what it was in during the regular season? Good question, huh? now. We look at a later incident in Game Four: Kyle Corver, Zaza Pachulia, Ema Schomford, the whole floor incident. Man, you're going after the ball, sure enough. Did Kyle Corver think thought that? Did Kyle Corver really think that Zaza Pachulia's face was the ball? And he just pulled him away? I mean, it's little things like that. Or when Iman stood over him and basically put a knee into his stomach, there's a kick and then there's a retaliation with a punch. Okay? You've already kicked, but... Then you then you swing and you hit the dude in the jewels. Come on, man. Should there be should there have been technical fouls and ejections in that? That's a flagrant. The Draymond Green foul, again, a flagrant that wasn't called a flagrant that could have been a flagrant. Some letters of the law have to change in the NBA. And. We saw this last year. We see it this year. Yes, this is probably one of the most entertaining NBA Finals matchups since since the Bulls and the Jazz in, 98, 90, in 1997, 98, 96, 97. 96, 97, and 97, 98. The, the back-to-back years. This is This is probably as good as that series. You can even go back further. This is probably as good as the Lakers and the Celtics. It's probably as good as as I mean, and you look in, in, inside the conference, the Bulls and Knicks. I mean, we're we're looking at this as wow, this is fun. This is this is what it should be, but. We don't see the grand perspective of things because the officiating was so bad. I mean, it was so blatantly bad in this in this game. Is there money involved? I I certainly hope not. As my as me and my as me and my man T Rex was talking earlier, and and, and a couple of the other fellas a couple of other fellas, was talking earlier about this. Is this game driven by money? I hope to God not. I hope that it's the purity of the sport that makes this worthwhile. I really hope so. I'm really looking at this as what it is. Is it controversial? Yes. Does it worry me? Yes. Does it... Does it... Really hurt my heart To see this happen To such a beautiful game If it's true Then potentially yes But we can't really say that Can we Just I mean just Just my thoughts On this Just my thoughts I mean some body language Is just it, it in game four just didn't look right. It didn't feel right. It didn't it didn't hit me the right it didn't make me feel a certain type of way. It 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 just didn't. I mean it just didn't make me feel that that kind of way. Really didn't. But alas, I mean it could be, I mean, it could be just just a little bit of coincidence. Or co dinks, as my as my nephew likes to say. <laughs> We're going to take a quick station break. We'll be right back. We're going to talk about the Elite 11. Y'all stay tuned.
4: Oh, yeah. Peace to the relics. Yeah. It felt just like yesterday when I was trippin' with you. Now you long gone, Jesus called you home, girl, you know we miss you. It's a damn shame cause you lost your life to a jealous nigga. If he could have you, then nobody else could, so he pulled the trigger. So I'm gon' smoke all of this herb and I'ma sip all of this drink. It's taping the truth of reality, peace of when my mind is blank Murder, 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 Emma City, death is like all that I think Your niggas, they banging them games, they just trying to earn them some rank. Your niggas ain't playing no games, your niggas, they throwing that flame Your niggas, just you shoot that on swing, your niggas, we lost But I'm here to bring us some change, my people don't put us to shame Who is to blame? Is it our mothers? Is it cause we never had a father? Now we needed them, I've been sipping cause I needed them Slitting cigarettes, now we needed them I don't want to die today, all I want to do is get high today Here, Let the underground sound be my hideaway I was loud, but this beat helped me find a way I got a lot, a lot of niggas in the graveyard lot, a lot of time that was too hard Praying to my knees, I'm like, oh Lord On the boulevard, get the scope 12 could have came and got me anytime A lot of drama on my mind Went back home in Oak kill. I see my mama crying, what is going on? Look in the mirror, and I know it ain't me Look in the mirror, I was hungry, I was grinding So a nigga had to go get that cheese Too young, too young It's a lot of young niggas in the city Losing lives, losing lives, losing lives Just too young, with two guns It feels like yesterday when I was tripping with you Now you're long gone, Jesus called you home Girl, you know it Damn shame, cause you lost your life, so a jealous nigga If he could have you, then nobody else could Can we pull the trigger? Yeah, you pull the trigger And it's the same song Everywhere we go That murder, murder, murder pistol, bang, bang, bang That's all we know And it's like the same song Everywhere we go You better watch what you do tonight They may take your life They may take your soul And I don't know So I'm smoking on his drug praying to heaven, that's where I go, but this life that I live, I'm trying to get these Benjamins, I'm trying to not commit these sins, but I gotta get it, gotta get it, Lord knows, Lord knows, I don't want to die too young. Make that a- of-
1: T.O.T., we rolling?
5: Well, amen. Man.
6: One of those days, things finally start to make a little more sense. And I spent way too much time
5: trying
6: to find what's next and not enjoying what's now. So you know what? This one's for the road. Jump. Just yeah, one, two, one, what, what? Uh, the right to rise in this life of mine. Hardly searching, still find a time. A little freedom in the mind, got the right to find. So I go, go. Better believe I'ma die for what's real
3: and live for what's good. Forget how y'all feel. Give it a chance to trade flocks with anyone I want. Why? Why? Cause the family working too
6: hard, serving too long, stressing too much. So no helping us up and getting us on. On. So I'm going to get it all just to give it back. Start it off where you limit that. Rewrite where I get it at, get it at, get it at. Be the first make the hands on the clock, move slow. Versus, us, we ahead of that. Still feeling behind on the road. Dismissing opinions I know. With women, they come and they go. Many of your miles I roam. I'm moving and out of my zone. But truth is no matter where I'm at, I'm proudest at home, man. So we're friends from all over, masked out to Boulder Hot spots, the spots, this way colder From South Beach to Miami to California From Dallas up to Canada, glorifying the murder and music I ain't a fan of you, using the influence to blatantly fucking plant it up It's in the world, on not smile for camera, bruh Smile for the camera, camera motherfucker I see shade where the trees are good Seek peace when my peeps are good Seek dimes when the sheets are good Fade out like a bomb. Boom. Rand till I wanna see to good, but like 10 days still I'm to eat for good. Open if it's over the show, it's on what I want. Somehow. Yeah, The one sun, I'ma grind to the sun up Dugging my memory, never set up a we'll run up Rolling with the baddest, the side effects of the come up We rotten up when they all go down waist up and it's fall as down. Provide what they want, little ease for the cars, New uptown, fuck what they call us now we'll get it in, caged up And we layin' the flame loose I stay true from the soil I make do Life switch round, still I'm claiming the same dude. Bending the same rules, we double breaking the same rules and now, girl, anywhere in the world you to see, I'ma take you. Hop up on a plane till I put in a plain view I break through bands and still bound for the same face, ain't true Uh, I break bills up high, same dudes, they talk for a while Ain't true, don't ever ride with a style, it ain't true And nowadays bring a little hope with the name dude Came through sippin' the youth, found a hot proof. My age up, but who's cast that I do? They change up when it changed up Make sense on it Fake friends on it My house, I gotta pay in a rant on it True time, the only thing I'ma spend on it Skyline with no signs or ends on them Time tires, crime waves, the bend on them So I sound wave die when it ties up Driven till I got me a summer pull on my ride on. I, good, right? I do it for the kids without shit Came to the signs, never knew how to couch it Shout out to the folks who know nothing about this Jays on my tongue, I am running my mouth quick I'm in 606 like damn Maybe I'm missing out shit Got me in the club knowing I ain't about this Out on the grown- Really knowing the names of people I'm out with I'm done with it My foresight, I'ma run with it Knock knock from the girls below Who's too good for the world? Girl, you want a free drink? Better come with it Come with it It's you giving a man quick Slave to the sea, she a permanent actress A good girl with the look of a bad bitch Only plan B in a form of a tablet, Yup. Yeah. And my newfound chance want to ask why I work so hard Well, since I've been in the city trying to pay the rent And so I grind cause I ain't content, that's all All about dos and hop your damn life 24-7 I'll be on my job, so I guarantee you by the time that i finish, I'm living for something better than just a plaque on the wall, I'm gone I'm ho- I have no motherfucking fear I have no fear, I have only ambition And I want mine, and I will do anything to
1: protect and feed my family to d- d-
3: desertstormradiocom Your global DJ network Brought to you by the world famous DJ Clue Clue
2: Welcome back to the Press Box and the Tailgate Crew My name is Jermaine The main event is in the building Special shout out to my man To my man Marquise Wineglass Also to my man Ray Baker of Underground Sounds For that lovely, lovely track yesterday, man Yo I'm telling you, Marquis Glass is the next Tupac. I'm just saying, just just gonna put it out there. I mean, the dudes in that Tupac. Also, shout out to my man Connor Cassidy. Yo, I'm glad to see you back doing your thing, man. Glad to see that throat's all better. Glad to see that you. Glad to see that you out here. You you spreading your spreading your word again. Big ups to y'all. Salute. Back into it, man. The Tailgate Crew, Desert Storm Radio, also. LiveByTerence dot com. So excited to be a part of the, of the LiveByTerence family. Also excited to be part of the Desert Storm Radio family. DJ Clue. <laughs> Salute to y'all, man. Salute to everyone that's that's a part of this. Last weekend was the Elite Eleven. Was the Elite Eleven and competition, and I really, I was really excited to see this. I was really excited to talk about this. Because me being a guy who loves high school football, me being a guy who loves college football, this is this is probably right down the proverbial alley, if you if if you will. here's the here's the gist of it. The elite eleven, the elite eleven, for me is such a big deal because if you look at the elite eleven right now. Over seventy percent of elite eleven quarter of, of the elite eleven quarterbacks, or the quarterbacks that are, that are playing in both college football and in the NFL, and also in the CFL, there's a couple of elite eleven quarterbacks in the CFL as well. Have have either gone to the actual to the national elite eleven finals, or have competed in the elite eleven regionals which means you're among some of the best quarterbacks in the nation of that year. Among those that we've, talk, we've talked about, James Weston, Andrew Luck, Jake Goff, Carson Wentz. Um, I mean, I can go on and on. Um, I mean, I can go on and on and on about this. Auburn quarterbacks, Jarrett Stidham, Sean White. Sean White, who was actually an 11 MVP. David Johnson, who was also League 11 MVP. Taylor Magum, who plays at BYU. I mean, Brady White at Arizona State. A lot of great names have come out of this. For me, this year, I focused myself on the Georgia kid, on the Georgia boys. There's four of them that that made it to the Elite Eleven finals. Three of them made it to the made it to the opening, and they are some. These are some big time athletes. Matt Corral of of, of uh, I'm sorry, I want to say Oaks Christian O's Christian because that's where he played at the last two years. He's now at Long Beach Poly. If you don't know the story of Matt Corral, here's the story of Matt Corral. Mac is this big time big arm quarterback who went to school at Old Christian, and Old Christian is this this outstanding school where a lot of Hollywood A listers, a lot of a lot of LA based sports people have sent their kids. Namely Kobe Bryant, uh two of his daughters are there, um Mangretsky who's had a son who played baseball at Oaks Christian, who played football at Oaks Christian, who's now in the minor leagues, Trevor. Also, Will Smith's kids have been there. And also, Jimmy Clausen. The Clausen brothers, Rick, Jimmy, Chris, I'm sorry, Casey, all played at Oaks Christian. Matt Corral was one of those players. Matt Corral, well, his little brother... Got into an altercation With Lane Gretzky's youngest son Where His son Had his teeth knocked out by Matt Corral's Little brother When that happened They both withdrew from school They both enrolled at Long Beach Poly And Long Beach Poly has a grand Tradition of great players So Matt Corral is one of those guys who's very highly touted, a five-star quarterback. Tanner McKee, again, of Corona Centennial, another great quarterback. You know, I, I, that's in this league 11. Um, so we, we're, looking at, we're looking at the best quarterbacks in the nation. Matt Corral is probably one of those guys who, who's been talked about a lot. And then we also talk about, like I said, the Georgia kids. And you have, you have four. We had four in this year's competition. Three of them made it to three of them made it to the opening. Of course, we're talking about five-star, number one junior quarterback in the nation, Trevor Lawrence of Cartersville High School. We're talking about the number one dual-threat quarterback in Emory Jones. Also, another dual-threat quarterback from South Georgia, Justin Fields, and yet another quarterback, that's a dual-threat quarterback, Jay Williams of Central Gwinnett. So, we're looking at these four guys. And from what I've read, from what I've seen, what I've heard like right, in, in terms of the footage, Trevor Lawrence didn't really he wowed people, but he didn't give you that performance that said, hey, I'm the number one overall talent. Matt Corral was solid throughout. Emmy Jones showed you showed you first of of consistency when he was largely inconsistent. Jan Williams was solid throughout. Justin Fields was solid throughout. So here's the, here in mind the big question. Who will win the Elite Eleven M V P? My money is going to be on a Georgia, one of the Georgia kids. But do not be surprised if you see a West Coast kid like a Cameron Cooper, uh, who's a Washington State, who's going to Washington State, or Dorian Thompson Robinson, who was actually for two years, and this is this is funny to me. Two years, he was a receiver. But he was so highly touted as a quarterback. He's, he's so highly touted as a quarterback. He went from being a three-star quarterback his sophomore year to when he had when he played a little bit, he elevated himself to a four-star quarterback. He's now elevated himself into a five-star quarterback after the performance he put in at the Elite at the 11 this, uh, last weekend. This is guy who sat behind Tate Martell And we all know Tate Martell Probably one of the best high school quarterbacks To ever put on a high school jersey And This guy's right behind him He's a UCLA, he's a UCLA commit And everything like that Can he be a dark horse? Justin Fields I think will be a dark horse J.M. Williams I think Can be as good If not better and the, the, better, the, the bigger question is, is will Jalen Williams reopen his commitment again? He's done it three times already. Excuse me. He's done it three times already. He's committed to Kentucky. He's decommitted from Kentucky, only to recommit himself to Kentucky again. And then decommit again. And now he's he says he's a firm commit, but after the week he after the weekend he had last week makes me wonder if he's going to open up his commitment again, kind of like what Justin Fields did after the Elite Eleven, after he made the Elite Eleven, after he made the opening, Justin Fields actually opened up his commitment, decommitting from Penn State, leaving Penn State as one of his top five schools. But I it just makes me wonder schools like Florida State, schools like Auburn, you know, Auburn who's already got one one commit from the League Eleven in the in the in the Arsenal right now. I mean it makes you wonder makes you really wonder if a job like Justin Fields comes to Auburn. Can he be that guy? Makes you wonder. Makes you really wonder. But I'm so excited. I'm I'm, I'm really excited about seeing the opening. I'm really excited about seeing the complete Elite Eleven production because this this class of quarterbacks. I thought the 2017 class of quarterbacks was good. With with the Brandon Peter with um with Robinson of Avon Indiana with um Davis Mills Chase Bryce and and Tag Tua Tagliafava of Alabama all coming into the fold from last year's class and into and into college I thought that this class was probably the deepest class but. I'm looking at 2017, I'm looking at 2018, I'm looking at 2019, and even 2020. Is is this class better than the, the 2017 class, the 2018 class better than 2017? I'm going to have to sit back and I'm going to have to think about that a lot. Now, in terms of the Georgia quarterbacks, I've gone back and forth with with a number of of Georgia high school people, people who have talked about. I've talked about this with. I've gone back and forth with these guys a lot about this and what they think and what they think, because last year in Georgia, where I'm from, state of Georgia, Georgia. The theme of Georgia High School football last year was the year of the quarterback because you had guys like Jake Fromm, you had Davis Mills, you had Chase Bryce who all who went to the League Eleven. You had um you had the McKeachin quarterback who's at Florida State now. And then you had Baron Radcliffe of Marietta and Cameron and um uh, and Cameron, my man Cameron, up in um Mill Creek High School, who the latter two are playing baseball at Georgia Tech, who were generating enrollees who registered at Georgia Tech last year. So, I'm sorry, Brandon Radcliffe was a went into Georgia Tech this year. Cameron Turley actually stayed at Mill Creek and played his last year at Mill Creek. So, I'm, I'm looking at. That, and I'm looking at this next crop of quarterbacks that are coming out that that's in i mean Georgia has the most quarterbacks in the top three hundred i mean i I don't understand you know you talk about you talk about states like like California and Texas Who Basically can spawn out quarterback After quarterback after quarterback And then you have those those States like Illinois Who spawn out great quarterbacks Ohio who spawns out Great quarterbacks, Pennsylvania who spawns out Pretty good quarterbacks, New Jersey You know They, they spawn them out in pockets Well, New Jersey New Jersey spawns them out in pockets Maryland throws them out of the pockets. Florida has great quarterbacks. Georgia, Ohio, Pennsylvania. I mean, you look at it from that standpoint, yes. But no other state in the country has as many quarterbacks in the rival's top 300 than you do in the state of Georgia. I mean, we look at Trevor Lawrence, who... In most regards, is the number one. is the number one prospect overall. Emory Jones, who's in the top ten. Justin Fields, who's also in the top ten. Kay Fortin is a three-star who just recently, (laughs) I think 24-7, has him as a four-star now. Uh, Jaren Williams is a a four-star on the cusp of being a five-star quarterback. Gunnar Watson of Taylor County. A kid who's already who's already committed to Detroit. James Graham, another kid from Fitzgerald. I wonder about James Graham though. I wonder since the coaching change happened at Fitzgerald, I wonder if he's gonna be the same quarterback that he was last year, where he threw for, where he threw for over three thousand yards. That that's that's the question that I have about James Graham. Gunnar Watson He's an elite pitcher. Who he's he's an elite pitcher who could possibly play baseball at the next level and not play football at all, even though he's a Troy football commit. So that's a question there. Jalen Williams, as we know, has placed himself back in into the running. Uh, I'm sorry, Jalen Williams, who who just recently recommitted to to Kentucky. So we're looking at. Looking at guys like this, K40 of North Gwinnett, I actually saw him play in person last year at um, at the Corky Kale. I saw him play in person at Corky Kale. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, I actually saw him play in person as well. And I went up to Cartersville and saw a troop Cartersville, and I saw this kid. <laughs> I mean, this kid's every bit of six six, but he's about as skinny as a as a beanpole. But he carries around two hundred and twenty pounds. He carries around about two hundred and five pounds. Where does he carry around that? I have no idea. Maybe it's in his hair. I mean, I don't know because he's got the long hair. So I, I don't know. But I'm looking at guys like this, and I'm like. Is this year the year of the quarterback in the state of Georgia? I'll talk about this. I'll, I'll go more in depth in this in the next couple of weeks. But it just makes you wonder because of the Elite Eleven and what we see on this. What we see in the Elite 11. Three quarterbacks from the state of Georgia making it for the second year in a row. Three quarterbacks actually made it to the opening last year: Davis Mills, Jake Fromm, <laughs> Davis Mills, Jake Fromm, and. Uh, Well, I'm sorry, two made it last year Three made it this year So, this makes you wonder It makes you wonder How good Can How good Can Georgia high school Can Georgia high school football Match up with Some of the schools Out west Like the De La Salles The Mission Viejos The Servites Oaks oh, Christian, Oh, Lutheran. So Trinity, any anyone from the Trinity League, the De La Salle's in North Cal, Northern California, North Cal. You know the bottles in Washington, some Ash in Washington, like Stephen, too, who's spawning out another good quarterback, who's gonna stay at home and go to Washington. Um, I mean. We all know about some of the, players, some of the teams in, in Utah. I, just, I really want to see what the best football teams in Texas and California, what they can do with some of the best schools in Georgia. I really want to see this. I really want to see that. Because top to bottom, I mean, and, and here's the thing. Top to bottom, I'm looking. I watch it like I said. I I am so in tune with high school football. I actually see purple high school football from multiple states, but the similarities are so much the same to me between Texas and Georgia. And I mean, the, the similarities are so. They are so much the same. You have a lot of high tank offenses in Georgia. You have schools that that rely solely on the run, like you do in Georgia. You have teams that have quarterbacks that are balanced, quarterbacks and teams that are balanced both defensively, offensively, special teams. I mean, you look at these schools as a whole, And especially in Georgia, I look at 7A, 6A, and 5A. There's really – I mean, I can even throw in 4A into that as well. I'm looking at from 7A to 4A in Georgia, and I'm looking at from 6A to 3A in Texas. And I'm seeing – Mirrors. I actually I see mirrors of the two teams. Like I see Grayson, I see, I see Grayson, and I see Desoto. I see them being so similar in what they do offensively and defensively. And I look at Katie and I look at Roswell and I see what they do. So well, of often to the defensively. Buford, I mean, I look at Buford, and I look at, I mean, I look at Buford, and I look at Highland Park, and I see just so many similarities between the, between those those schools because of the way that they are and the traditions that they have and the structure that the classifications are. In both Texas and Georgia, I they're so they are so structured, so perfectly. Where the level of competition For each class all the way up is high, it's so high. And you got to love, you have to love that. You really do. You have to really love that. I mean, as a guy like myself, I mean, as a guy who loves football, as a guy who loves competition. Who can watch football on a night to night basis? Whether it's division three football, whether it's eight man football, arena football. I mean, I enjoy the game of football, period. And it makes me it makes me happy to talk about the league Levy. It makes me happy to talk about the future. Of football as a whole Because You know football is bright No matter how No matter how bleak it looks In terms of injuries In terms of things of that nature Football is always going to be football It's always going to be pure It's always going to be played by the best athletes And it's always going to be A competition That's unlike any other any other. That's what makes football so great.
3: DesertStormRadio.com
6: on the track! At the Georgia Dome This is beneficial
5: this is
2: Okay, crew. My name is Jermaine. The main event is in the building. So excited to talk about this next subject. This coming Saturday, I'm I'm, I'm probably more excited about the rematch than I was about the first matchup. I mean, this is probably up there with Canelo Triple G, in, in my opinion. Andre Ward, Sergey Kovalev, for the second time in in a little over In a little over eight months The first fight for me Was so good Was so good There had to be a second fight And I Is there a second fight But the controversy The controversial decision That the first fight had Was for me Very 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 it had to be. It had to happen again. Had to. So, I'm looking at Andre Ward. I'm looking at Sergey Kovalev. I'm, I, I watched this fight again and again and again. <clears throat> um, excuse me. Since since the fight happened, and I judged it every time I watched it, and each time I watched it, I just see a 114-114 draw. I mean, I, every time I watched it, every time I've judged this, call, I've judged this fight, even with the two-point round, and I had a couple rounds even, which made it a draw, in my opinion, because some of these some of these guys are so close, in, in a way. We we start seeing, I mean, and, and this is this is this is serious. We start seeing things that we thought we'd never see. I never thought I'd see Sergey Kovalev use such great footwork, and and become a and look like a really good boxer. I mean, and then we look at. Andre Ward And I see him Pop shotting And Being so precise He's always been a precise fighter But he doesn't he, he used to He did it in such a way That Once when he, when he fights the way he fights It's He's got deceptive power He's not the power puncher that that you would think. He's he's a, a complete boxer who loves to be on the inside. He loves to rough love skip on the inside. He loves throwing body shots. He, he 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 tries to out jab you no matter what. That's what he did in this fight. From round six on, he really controlled the fight as a whole, and I gave him. Five of the six rounds, which made it a draw. I gave him five of the six rounds, which and one even round, which made it a draw on my on my scorecard. I even gave this. I gave the fifth round. Uh, I gave the fifth round of the even round. So me made, made it one fourteen, one fourteen on, on on my scorecard all the time. I mean, every time. I I, just, I I didn't know any other way to... I didn't know any other way to judge this fight other than what it was. This was a draw, in my opinion. Other people saw it 114-113. Other people saw it 114-113. Other people saw it 114-113. All three judges saw it 114-113. All three judges gave... Andre Ward, the last six rounds, which I can see that. Because he was a superior boxer in those six rounds. Yes, he was. But there were times where he got caught and he got a little lax. And that's where I put, that's why I had the even rounds at the 12th round and the 5th round, especially. What makes this fight so interesting And here's the keys to the fight That I want everybody to understand For me For both They both have to Establish the jab They have to establish the jab Whoever establishes the jab first Will get in first And that will make This fight that much better Now You look at what makes this cheese for Andre Ward? Andre Ward, he has to get inside. He has to work the body. He needs to work the body. If he does not work the body, he's going to get himself in trouble. He cannot be the, on the end of punches. In order for him to do that, he's going to have to eat some uppercuts. He's going to have to eat some body shots in order to get inside. Once he gets inside, he has to body up, he has to be physical. With a guy who does not like to be uh, Physical You know So We look at it from that standpoint Here's another Here's another side That's one for That's one point for for Here's the key To counter that For Kovalev Where I said both guys have to establish a jab Kovalev Has to live and die by his jab He can't throw left hooks Because he he can't throw the left hook Like he wants to Because Underward is such a great counter puncher That he can throw over the top Of his left hook Okay So with that being said He's going to have to come with that that Put you to sleep jab He's going to throw it hard Throw it off First round of that fight he hit him with a jab, and I'm not down. So if under, so if Kovalev comes in with the jab, he throws the jab, he throws the jab, and comes across the top and with that with that big hammer right hand, that pushes his jab with the hammer right hand. This could be a short night, but he's really got to get himself in a rhythm with the jab. Once he gets himself in rhythm with the jab, second thing he needs to do is he needs to go to the body. He needs to dig to the body. That's where the left hook comes in. Jab, hook. Jab, hook, body, head. If he can put together combinations the way that he the way that he should, he can win this fight. That that's that's the major key. The major key for him is to get the jab going. And I say that for both. But that this is a big time key. For, uh, for for Kola is to get the jab going. Once he gets his jab going, he can start throwing the left hand. He start throwing the right hand behind it. He can start throwing the hook to the body. He needs to throw body shots. Like that's a big thing for him is to throw body shots. Once he gets body shots going, then we look at other things to go along with that. Here comes part number two. P number two for Kovalev. Use your footwork. We know you have good footwork. We saw that in the first fight. When you use good footwork, that means that you can throw punches in bunches. That means that you can throw precise punches. You're you're deceptively you're deceptively quick with your punches. Not only you're deceptively quick with your punches, you're also very, very lax in the way that you throw your punches. You're very, very, very particular in where you want your punches to land. You're very, very pinpoint accurate. Which is something that you <clears throat> excuse me, which is something that you don't really see very often is a guy like Sergey Cobra be pinpoint accurate on punches. Because he's got so much power Here's another key to the fight For Andre Ward He has to use great head movement If he uses great head movement Then that means that he's in the fight And once he's in the fight He can start throwing punches in bunches Like he normally does He gets the job going He gets the precision going He gets good footwork He gets his good footwork going this is this is all the same same to me. For both. You get good footwork going. Especially a guy like Andre Ward. Good footwork equals multiple punches.
3: Which means you
2: circle, you circle, you circle. That second counterpoint Third counterpoint is Third point for Ward is Do not get yourself cut out Do not get yourself on the ropes Because when you get yourself on the ropes That means that you're More or less You're more or less In harm's way Of a big punch Of a big puncher You're in harm's way of getting Beat up Of taking a whooping As my my dad would say So, we we look at it from that standpoint Yes Now, let's go back and look at Tobolev This is the most important thing for him He has to cut the ring off If he cuts the ring off That means If he cuts the ring off, that means that Andre Ward has nowhere to go which means that he can tee off. He can jab his way in. He can tee off. Use your footwork to get the cut, to get to the, cut the ring off. That's a major point in this. That's a major, major, major fact in this, in this fight. That's one of the things he couldn't do in the first fight. Is that something that he can do in the second fight? Sure, yes. But I think you're gonna see him take more chances. As a fighter, you think you're going to see him take more chances as as a, as a big puncher. I don't think you'll see him throw many jabs, which he should not deviate from. Because if he jabs his way in, that means that he can get his way in in other ways as well. So he has to make sure that he stays within himself. Period. And that that this is that's the truth. He has to stay within himself. He has to fight his fight. Don't get caught up in all the emotion that this fight could could be, because you've already talked about you want to take his soul. You've already talked about how how bad you want to beat him. I mean, you, you can't be talking like that, because this is a guy, Andre Ward, who specializes in. <laughs> who's actually, who, this is his specialty Is Psychological warfare And when he has the psychological Advantage over you You're trying to take his head off oh, He's going to be precision with you He's going to use precision He's going to use your emotion against you So you can't get caught up in emotion That That's just, Something that you just cannot do, that you should not do, that you you should you should know not to do. I mean, you should really, I mean, you should really, really, really not want to do that. Because if you do that, then that just makes you look. It's gonna make you look bad, and it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna get you beat. It needs to beat pretty bad, so. Those are my keys for the fight. Now who I think won the fight? I I, I mean, you can't go wrong with with Andre Ward winning this fight again. Now he won the fight by majority decision last time. This time I think he wins the fight by split decision. I think that he I think that he stays within himself. I think he uses the same game plan that he used in the in the first fight. But I think that he puts a little bit more effort. I think he puts a little bit more effort into into the fight, into his fight plan. Well, he uses uh, uses his feet a little bit more. He uses a little bit more uses a little bit more hand speed than, than than he than he has than he did in the in the game before in the fight before. I think Ward has a chance. Kovalev. Has a chance as well Is it a puncher's chance? Yeah, sure But Is it more than just a puncher's chance? Yes It is more than just a puncher's chance Because You look at a guy like him A guy who is as good as he is He showed great skill as a boxer In in the last fight So He can give you a little something different every time I mean he gives you he gives you something to think about. So the fear so the fear is there if he wants it there, but he has to fight within himself. It's a fight within a fight. It's not only the physical; it's also the mental warfare. So. I mean, that's my those are my thoughts on on the War Love fight, and I think that I think that those are going to be some pretty big keys in this fight as well. We're gonna take a quick session break. We'll be right back. We're gonna wrap everything up. Y'all stay tuned. intro two up the searchlight promise to the center stage i grabbed the first mic. projecting the voice with this mic and i'm cuffing you ain't my knuckle suck i'm snuffing the word of the third stance true so no panicking. man versus man you freeze up like a mannequin petrol you let go the wax for the new jacks to dwell upon is stepping on the trigger as a goon smash wearing a blood. Pete gave me Cue, so I'ma put up a shut up until my jam is through. But for now I wanna freak them, solid bar, farkin mission five feet away
4: past dog. Don't pause this no stand Oh yeah. I play the five. Oh you don't stop moving until the search says so to keep the drive hoopin'. shooting out the play 'em, three the hard way and keep it stepping to the AM I respond to a silver dome microphone. One step beyond. Straight to 88 to the curves of the 90s. I'm universal. I set a line free behind me to three the hard way to jackpot. Oh, and Satan's trying to take cheap shots. We move crowds to three stand proud. The brothers ran away, sit down and say, How'd you do this? Ludicrous rhythm and rhyme. Anticipated like
6: a bottle of hide. No ketchup. No capture. But you fell behind I'm When my cable swing like the pit of the pendulum. Pete Night's bringing a sunrise with no lies legitimate. And you despise Envy this MC's magnitude. So realize, the MCMC, the DJ,
3: DJs. Until the next time, I keep you stepping to the AM. face below for
6: low rides, needle torture room fool the record till the wax dries. Pulling the swine and his strength in my vocal. Put you under, you're a gunner. You're thinking it, you had lyrics to the end, but the house needs a swinger. Your sister's st- a st- stutter, but I'm a singer. My rhymes so potent, I wrote a in seven in. You're just a stunt the Settlement, the lyrical line, the article original. I click like a convict. I ain't no criminal scheming on a cable, a slob and a knob. You play me like a foul boy. You're living huh, Now moving to the AM, the master spoon feeding out a jumper. You're bumping a freak while I'm
5: GM. We don't let the record spin. Don't you get a second win? Motivate the crowd so it's stepping to
1: the AM. <laughs>
7: Got a whole pack of optimals and ready to cheap. It's easy to see. My eye look like they VM. Better believe these strippers getting paid tonight. Uh, when it's time to leave, somebody get laid at night. Uh, From Texas uh, to Alabama, all the way to Atlanta. They send on oh. no mixing with bottles and doing trip with bananas. Uh, it's amazing uh, to see. Let's shout and open the wide. sit on five dollars and harness and drop one at a time. Uh, Y'all players standing in line just to Off, take it off, got a body like the stallion horse. Make it bounce, 10 and twenty, flying in the air. Take them all, make them ball, reach off in their pockets. And break you ball Girl, shake it off, shake it off. Take it off, got a body like the stallion horse. Make it bounce, 10 and twenty, flying in the air. Take them all, make them ball, reach off in their pockets. From Manchester to the club, looks deep in the south. Spend a bill, get a thrill, have a freaking you out. Smell like Georgia peaches, looking sweeter than recent pieces. Them club bunnies, little money and getting blunted. Them thug hunnies, who addicted to drug money. Uh-huh. Living life in the fans, just wide open and running. ring uh-huh. rings and Figaro, sit on the nigga. Uh-huh. Couple gold for the grill, compromise to your chick. Uh-huh. Looking like a model. Let the genie at the bottle Shancing uh, a hit it uh, If you broke it Like in the lotto uh, Make you wanna jump up on it By the way that she flown it uh, Up and down Round and round Steady squirrel like a pony But girl Shake it off Shake it off take it off Got a body like a stallion horse Make it bounce 10 and 20 Flying in the
1: So you're a philosopher? Yes. 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 Yes.
6: I
0: think very deeply. I think very deeply. I think very deeply. I think I think
3: I think very deeply. In about four seconds a teacher will begin to speak. I To a game. See, I'm not insane. In fact, I'm kind of rational. rational when I'm asking you. Who's more dramatic? Than this one or that one. The white one or the black one. black, black the pumpkin. I'll jump up to attack one. 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 It's one. just I gotta lead a crew. Right up to your face and ditch you. Every Everyone new. saw me on the last album cover. Holding a pistol, By the world famous DJ Clue
2: Clue Welcome back to the Breast and the Tailgate Crew My name is Jermaine The main event is in the building So excited about being a part of the Desert Storm Radio family So excited to be a part of the Live by Chance Network Before I get out of here man I just want just to wanna give a thanks to everyone that's involved in all this And, and you know, without their hard work and without their their commitment to me as 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 I am committed to them, this this would never be possible. And to my man T Rex, you're my best friend. You're my homie. I love you, brother. I mean, you you like the brother I never had. I mean, I got sisters, so you like the brother I never had. I love you, bro. Thanks for the platform. Dad and Wendy, I know I can drive you absolutely insane at times, but you stop you stick by me, and no matter what, I always love you and and let's keep this let's keep this train moving to the desert storm family. Thank you for letting me be a part of it. Thank you for letting me for giving me the time and 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 the opportunity just to show people what I love to do. This this is something like i said before. This is something that I do not because I want to do it, because I love to do it, and and like I said, it's just a privilege. To it's just a privilege to be a part of it, and and a little bit of advice for everyone. You know, don't take don't take this life for granted, man. I mean, like you got opportunities to do whatever you want, however you want to do them, whenever you want to do them. So, do it. Don't don't let life pass you by. Don't let life look you in the eye and just say, "Hey, you know." Just don't let life don't let life pass you by. Do what you love to do. Shout out to my man Jamil Houston, my nephew. Check him out on his SoundCloud. He's also got iTunes. He's got an iTunes iTunes um, page also as well. He's dropping some new singles. And go check out his album, Wave. I mean, dude's just got it going. Dude's got it. And he he's probably one of, you know, like I said, that's my, that's my man. That's my dude. And I love that boy to death. And I'm glad he's doing his thing. Um Hopefully, I'll have him on the show some in the next few weeks. Um, hopefully, and and he's gonna, I'm just gonna show the world what he can do as well. Also, shout out to my parents. Shout out to my parents. Shout out to the. Shout out to to all the fathers. Father's Day is coming up, so I want to wish everybody. Ha- I want to wish all the fathers out there Happy Father's Day. Also. To all the mothers who are fathers I mean, happy Father's Day to you as well Yeah, and, and last but not least You know Family is family No matter if they're real family Play family Family is family Treat everybody like such And there won't be any violence in the world With that being said, man Everybody have a good week Everybody have 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 a just have a great week. Come back and join me and let's go tailgating.
6: Cause we all got dreams. Hey, I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. Right? I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. Yeah, I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep it rolling cause we all got. Yeah. The way I see it, it's only me and my team. Motivated by pictures of places I've never been. It's gonna yeah. leave the city and searching some better things. My fam and a couple dollars, yeah. that's all that's left in my jeans. Ain't accepted yeah. by nothing, we gunning by any means. Wide awake on the surface, inside I'm living this dream. Of going city to city with stories of what I've seen. Lost in the translation, the mind of a human being. I'm riding on life's pavement and trying to find what it means. Fighting for something stronger than bottles of Jimmy Bean. Study the moves and legends from Bob Marley the Queens But drawing my inspiration from race against the machine So as a motivation and fueling my self-esteem Could have been stationary you set on stations I scheme Throw myself on a road to becoming something obscene It's just the sound of a gentleman getting after his dreams Run it Run it Run it you're gonna have to turn that loud down. <laughs> uh uh, uh. Gentlemen getting after his brain running. Goddamn No I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. Boy, I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. Yeah, I keep it rolling cause we all got. I keep it rolling cause we all got. Let's take it back to 09. Walking for Arizona's cause none of us have rides. Simple minded some stoners. We got nothing but time. Now don't it sound bad? I'm talking back when Cuddy was the soundtrack. Pursue the happiness, playing, just let it breathe. I'm kicking back with my people, I swear it's all that I need. And vibe on the planet of simply being at ease. Started searching for freedom and ended up in the trees. I am saying it's nothing hardly, just replicating a feel Party until the AM with rhythm turning the wheels. The trials, the adolescence, they hella sacred for real. From the way that I'm feeling, it's like I'm
4: living, I'm still. We born to carry the missing, carrying on tradition. Introducing what's missing, in young minds that'll lift it. I throw myself on the road to live higher means this is just the sound of me getting after my dreams running. Keep a rolling cuz we all got dreams. Keep a rolling cuz we all got dreams. I keep a rolling cuz we all got dreams. Keep a rolling cuz we all got dreams. I keep a rolling cuz we, we, we all got dreams. Keep a rolling
7: cuz we all got dreams. <laughs> yo, yo, yo.
4: For a leader, let me explain. I'ma use these two hands to create my dreams and begin to fill with the people. I'm out of Caesar. Delegate through my actions. Let my life do the preaching. You gotta mold the clay before you be Ali. Cash is the root of the evil around me. I mean what I'm speaking. Call the truth and you call it deep. Reach your mind with the power Moses used to open the sea, nigga. See nigga. Understand there's a God who's sitting
1: above you, making a note of every time you struggle but never forget it, ending is nothing without the plot leading up to it he brought you to it he gonna lead you through it know that it's real and my faith is a trophy I have to prove it see I was born a king who just grew accustomed to losing but I learned the only way to stand out is to be outstanding so demand your greatness despite of what the demand is drink drink
3: DesertStormRadio.com Your global DJ network Brought to you by the world famous DJ Clue Clue